I began consulting for the Laboratoire de Sciences Judiciaires et des Médecins Légales after going to Montreal in the early 90s as part of a faculty exchange between McGill and my home university in Charlotte. Knowing I was certified by the American Board of Forensic Anthropology, La Manche had been curious as to whether I could be of any use to him. Quebec province had a centralized coroner system with sophisticated crime and medico-legal labs, but no board-certified forensic anthropologist. Then, as now, I served as consultant to the office of the chief medical examiner in North Carolina, and La Manche wanted me for the LSJML. The ministry funded an anthropology lab, and I enrolled in an immersion course in French. For more than a decade now, the skeletonized, decomposed, mummified, burned, or mutilated cadavers of Quebec province have come to me for analysis and identification. When a conventional autopsy is of no use, I tease what I can from the bones. Rarely had La Manche left me a message marked urgent. When he had, it had never been good. Within minutes, I crossed to a van parked on the side of a gravel road. I released my hair and ran my fingers backward across my scalp. No ticks. After reclipping the barrette, I dug my pack from the back of the van and fished out my cell phone. The tiny screen told me I had missed three calls. I punched up the list of numbers. All three had come from the lab. I tried dialing, but the signal cut in and out. That's why I'd left the phone in the van. Damn. Though my French had become fluent over the past ten years, background noise and bad connections often caused me problems. Between the language exchange and the weak signal, I'd never get the message straight on this phone. I had to hike down to headquarters. I unzipped my Tyvek jumpsuit and threw it in a box in the back of the van. Slinging my pack over my shoulder, I headed downhill. High above the trees, a hawk circled some falconed target. The sky was a brilliant blue, with randomly spaced cotton puff clouds drifting leisurely. The course is usually held in May, and we'd worried that this year's April scheduling might mean rain or cooler temperatures. No problem. The mercury was in the high 70s. As I walked, I took in the sounds around me, my boots crunching on gravel, birdsong, the whooping of helicopter blades low overhead, the pop of distant gunfire. The FBI shares Quantico with other federal police agencies and with the Marine Corps, and the activity is constant and very earnest. The gravel road met Blacktop at Hogan's Alley, just below the simulated town square used by the FBI, DEA, ATF, and others. I skirted far to the left to avoid intruding on a hostage rescue exercise and turned right on Hoover Road, downhill to the closest module of a concrete complex of gray and tan with antennae jutting from the highest roofs like new shoots in an old hedge. Crossing a small parking area to the Forensic Science Research and Training Center, I rang a bell at the loading dock. A side door parted and a man's face appeared in the crack. Though young, he was completely bald and looked as if he'd been that way for some time. Finishing early? No, I need to call my lab. You can use my office. Thanks, Craig. I'll only be a minute, I hope. I'm checking equipment, so take your time. The academy is often compared to a hamster cage because of the labyrinth of tunnels and corridors connecting its various buildings. But the upper floors are nothing compared with the maze below.
We wound our way through an area stacked with crates and cardboard boxes, old computer screens, and metal equipment trunks, down one corridor, then along two others to an office barely large enough to hold a desk, chair, filing cabinet, and bookshelf. Craig Beecham worked for the National Center for the Analysis of Violent Crime, NCAVC, one of the major components of the FBI's Critical Incident Response Group, CERG. For a time, the entity had been called the Child Abduction and Serial Killer Unit, CASKU, but had recently reverted to the original name. Since the training of evidence recovery technicians, or ERTs, is one of the functions of NCAVC, it is this unit.